see. Where does that bring us? That brings us to the moonlight. The moonlight. The moonlight. The moonlight. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Song title right there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's gonna be our next one. Um, so no, actually, you so you you conned me into a date. Okay. No, I did not. And <laughs> what it happened word was. Choice. No, no. What happened was we were part of another couple group and we were doing Bible studies once a week at my house. So I messaged her group. I'm like, hey, does anybody want to go see the new Aladdin? He was the only person that replied. Yep. So, of course, he shows up and he's like, oh, I don't see their car. And I'm like, oh. (laughs) Um, And and I stopped him right there. I was like, look, uh, I don't know why you're saying this, but no one else replied. It's just you and me. Is that okay? So he was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, right from there. I was like, oh, okay. Now we're in date mode. I have to, we're, in, we're going to date now. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You got to change your mindset now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to run away screaming, right? So, um, yeah. You drove, bro. <laughs> now, at, some point, at some point in all of this, a song was born. Was a blind man. Thank God that you could see what I was hiding. It was gonna set me free, and I was defiant. I thought I knew the way it was gonna be, but you changed everything. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living in the Limelight. I'm your host, Jay Huller. As a quick reminder, please follow us on Instagram at Living in the Limelight Show and check out our website at livinginthelimelight.com. And of course, you can find our podcast through all the major streaming services, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Each week, we feature a conversation with a different artist where we delve into what makes them tick, and sometimes we get pro tips on pursuing a career as an artist. If you're a performer who would like to be considered for our show, Check out the questionnaire at livinginthelimelight.com. And thanks, of course, so much for listening. Aaron and Katrina Richard met at a local record shop and music venue in Cumming, Georgia. Both of them had fallen in love with music at an early age. And following their relationship, marriage, and the birth of their daughter, it's pretty safe to say that their individual melodies are now one collective song. Katrina owns and operates Let's Learn Music Academy, where she and Aaron both teach students of all ages and a wide range of instruments. Her unique talent for skillful vocal riffs and melodic variety breathes life into the duo's work. Aaron is a singer-songwriter in Georgia specializing in improvisation and lyricism. His soft spot for the songwriting process and a good hook puts the sounds of a musical project into words. Together, they hope to share positivity, love, and hope with any audience that they're able to perform for. And the snippet that you just heard was from their newly released song that has a very interesting story, which will be revealed in this podcast. So tune in and let's welcome Aaron and Katrina Richard to Living in the Limelight. Hello. Hello. Is this Katrina? Yes, it is. And, I'm, ass- and I'm assuming that Aaron is by your side. <laughs> Aaron is indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. It is so great to meet you guys. Uh, I guess virtually over the phone. Welcome to Living in the yeah. Limelight. I'm sorry. What was the question? <laughs> I just said, "Welcome to Living in the Limelight." Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it's a very lit room that we're sitting in right now. So I guess 
figuratively, yeah. <laughs> great to be here. Thanks for having us. That's so great. Yeah. I know you guys are super busy and I really appreciate you taking the time to have this uh, conversation about your musical journey. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for wanting to know. Of course. <laughs> no, it, it, it's a, it's, that's the premise of the show. It's um, a fascinating uh, journey that not a lot of people are aware of, right? You know, you're, you guys are creatives and I'm not. <laughs> and so it's, it's, I love delving into the minds of, of people who just produce art and put it out there for people to, to appreciate and, and listen to. And, and it, it takes guts and it takes all of that. And you can, you got everyone I talk to has that, that drive. And I just, I, I see that mm-hmm. in you guys, especially. So speaking mm-hmm. of, let's go way back. Um, prior to the nuptials i'm talking way way back um and you guys can each take your turns i guess uh and talk about where music came from for you and how it kind of evolved and and then maybe we'll bring it together and where you guys met yeah sure yeah sure so uh uh katrina's gesturing for me to go first so i guess i'll go first <laughs> okay. um no pressure no of course not. uh but yeah no so i you know writing's always been part of it um i think the singing um and music was sort of a little bit later but i mean basically since i learned my abcs in school i mean i was writing stories and writing my version of the new star wars trilogy and oh, wow. and and writing you know just just a lot of my favorite stories over again the magic treehouse series for those of you who are oh, yes. <laughs> in their 20s uh <laughs> yeah no so i uh you know, I've been writing the whole time, just telling stories. And I thought that that was what I was going to do when I was little. It was like my first, I want to be this uh, thing growing up. And, you know, on top of that, I was just always singing, you know, in the in the car with the radio or in the grocery store. I have this thing, I have this aunt who says, uh, you know, she has a, a vivid memory of me in Ingalls or Walmart or whatever. And I'm like six and Garth Brooks is on the on the overhead uh-huh. in, in Tennessee and I'm just blasting out in the middle of the, of the supermarket with everyone staring at it. So that's always been a piece of it. Um, and then they all just sort of came together later. I, um, started learning guitar a bit later in life. Um, self-taught. Yeah. yeah, yeah totally self-taught. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Fascinating. That's great. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, uh, I I did a talent show at a high, at my high school and tried to do the karaoke version of something because I didn't know how to play guitar and I, I felt really awkward just standing there and not really knowing what to do. Ah. So I in my head I was like, I need to be able to do something with my hands. So there's all these guitars around the house. My my family is very musical, so I was like, I'm gonna try to learn this. And uh, yeah, fast forward to uh, getting out of high school and it's what I want to do, you know. So. Um, writing songs, playing songs, it's just, there's something indescribable about it, I think. And then you started the band. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Back up just a little bit, because I think that's, sure. that's actually, I've told this story a couple of times on the podcast. That was a juncture for me. I was, eh, I didn't do the singing in the in Ingalls and Walmart, but I was, I love music and, and <laughs> I, I was very serious about playing the drums in a band for for my life I was really wanting to do it and I was uh, that or college really it was like an apples mm-hmm. or oranges kind of thing and so oh, wow. what, what do you think um kind of puts you was is that internal drive the the wanting to sing the wanting to play the wanting to um express that just like that's what has driven you all these years 
Uh, I mean, what got changed over the course of the last decade or so, I mean, because life shifts, you know, you're, yeah. you're I don't know. Uh, it just looked different. I mean, in the beginning, it was, you know, I'm 14 or 15 and I'm playing for the first time in public. And it's just a lot of fun. Like, yeah. it's, it's this thing that I've seen all of my heroes doing on YouTube or whatever or in concerts. And it's just something I never thought that I would be doing and when i was younger i didn't even realize that was a possibility mm-hmm. um and it was just a lot of fun and i was enjoying it and i thought i was okay at it and people around me said i was good at it mm-hmm. so uh, it's that first sort of validated passion i guess um you know later i mean now it's definitely that you know katrina's here and you know her drive is like unlike anything any, it's a hurricane it is like and named after me okay oh, I see. okay oh, we'll get to your story in a second hold on <laughs> but, yeah so i mean and that's been consistent through you know us meeting and you not know, because i was in a very dark depressive sort of state when we first met and i didn't want to do anything um you know and she's been challenging me and pushing me and um you know, that's been consistent through our quote unquote courtship and then <laughs> and then through through COVID when shows weren't around very much and then we were pregnant and now we have the baby and it's never been easy to do shows like it might have been when I was first started and right. you know, she's just a consistent force that would not let me quit on things. So, you know, that's that's how it's changed. She's changed everything. <laughs> if you, you could say. Oh, that's interesting. A little foreshadowing. I see what you did there. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. But that's mm-hmm. really interesting because I know um, a lot of people talk about their significant other and how um, one of you helps the other in a certain direction. I live that every day in my life. And, you know, I bounce ideas off my wife and she's like, well, you try this. And they're having a person there consistently is super, super important. I talked to a, a gentleman named Ian Shelley Holmes, who's a singer and, and he talks about his wife as being like, you know, his, his partner in, in that actual respect, he'll just be singing around the house and she'll be like, Oh, I like that one. Or Ooh, maybe you should try this. And then he'll comment on the things that she does. Has that, so you, so you could fully hundred percent say that that has propelled you and given you like a renewed um, spirit towards what you do. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think that for me, as far as I could ever get for myself is, uh, this is fun and I like to do it. And it, it was never past that sort of casuality. Uh-huh. And everything that I created um, in the past was sort of something that uh, I have all these songs that I wrote. And I think they're okay. And I just want to be able to, to hear them outside of my head. And, you know, that that's as far as my my drive could take me um as far as you know this means something more and this could be a positive thing for people and it's therapeutic beyond just me i mean i realize that but i i don't think it would have been enough to act on it if it weren't for someone outside of me continuing to to apply that that reminder and that pressure and that challenge to Hey, you're serious about this, so let's be serious about this. Um, sure. So yeah, and and that's all positive stuff. It's not like Katrina's over <laughs> there cracking a whip or anything. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, she's just a very positive motivational force in my life, and the positive motivational force in my life. So really <laughs> grateful for her. 
Well, and, and, and your fans are grateful for it too, because, you know, it, it's, it's propelled you to, to release, you know, songs like Lydia and, and maybe songs that are going to be coming out soon. And it, it's, I, I like that, that there's a, you know, there's, you have the innate skills and the ability and the drive really, but it's in, this was in your comments. You, you love music because it, it brings joy and, and it's fun and you like that mm-hmm. element of it, but there it's, it is hard to kind of step over into the, like the business end of it and saying, well, let's, let's try to get this show and let's do this. And I think what I'm hearing and Katrina, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're like, you're pretty good at that. And like, well, well this is a good opportunity. And ooh, what about this song? And, and, and that's kind of how it works, right? At your household. Um, yeah, he'll, he'll, I mean, he'll go to one of the common areas. We have a, like a nice luxury apartment space that has like a lot of common rooms. So he'll go off for a little bit and like, Hey, I worked on this. What do you think? I'm like, okay, that's good. How about adding a little bit here and, and yeah. changing this here? Like, oh yeah, that's good. That's, that sounds great. And so sometimes it's just like co-writing or like, um, I'm really good melodically. Mm-hmm. He's really good lyrically. I think oh, it's a good That is blend, a good matchup. That is so good. Because yeah, I feel like I bump up against uh, against the same melodies all the time. So, yeah, getting that refresher from her is really, really amazing. Yeah, and you should be blessed feeling that way because I can tell you, for example, um, like when my wife puts something on, she looks beautiful and everything. I mean, that's just like what I see, right? But then so she won't <laughs> value my objective opinion. But Katrina, it sounds like, you know, you've got this skill set. And Aaron has this skill set, so they complement each other. And you can give real, ad- objective, life, um, you know, advice. And uh, that's what's happening. Yeah, and I would say also like knowing, and to do it in a way that's not you know harmful to the other person. You know, mm-hmm. like oh, this sucks or anything like that. Obviously, <laughs> it's like yeah, no, <laughs> but not. like oh, what 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 can we do here? You know, yeah. Oh, this sounds similar to something else that you've done. How can we maybe adjust it? And yeah, just just yeah, that positive feedback and knowing that we're both in each other's corner from the get go. Then mm-hmm. exactly, yeah, and it's hard and, because and, the music is just coming out of you, right? And it's just happening, and it's, it's hard to mm-hmm. like, like censor that and go. Well, I don't know if that was like something I did before, but you know, you just want to let it flow. That's really cool. Exactly. Cool. Well, that brings you close to present. So, Katrina, let's move back and and talk about the the hurricane and where it started. <laughs> yeah so uh for me music has been very different than what it was for Aaron. um i grew up in a very religious abusive home and music was for me my escape so i was the kid where like oh where's katrina she's at the piano it would be at like family events at some random church that my dad's preaching at i would be in another room on the piano um so it was definitely my safe space um because there wasn't that at home Mm -hmm. um eventually i started taking lessons at five with um, a homeschooled young lady who lives in the neighborhood and eventually transitioned to like a conservatory um and i took lessons up until about 13 14 years old. Nice. Um, of course, having a dad as a pastor and grandparents on both sides as pastors, it was like, okay, you have this, you're going to play a church too. Yeah, right. <laughs> so um, performing was something that was weekly for me. 
um, in that setting. Uh, eventually, did you? Find oh, yeah, that sorry. That, that's okay. Did you find that that training, um, I, I quote unquote, forced training was was good for you? I know you were, um, you know, playing. The oh yeah, songs I, were... I I thrived with that. I okay, needed good. that. I needed that. Um, and the person, my my like the longest teacher I had was so strict, and everyone called her mean. But I loved having that teaching uh, style. Huh. That really helped me because, I mean, that's kind of what was my environment at home. <laughs> but so, she wasn't. Like, in a weird way, it felt familiar. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I would say that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you had your regular Sunday gig and uh, you're kind of evolving through that. And did, aside from, I mean, the, the church element, um, did you find performing um, rewarding in the sense that people were engaging with what you were doing? Is that a big part? Maybe for this is for both of you. The feedback, the um, the the smiles, the clapping, and all of that is that yeah. really n- yeah. So n- go ahead. Yeah, my I eventually, obviously, maybe around eight, nine, ten. My uh, other sister also started taking music lessons. I'm the oldest of five homeschool kids, so this is sister number two, uh-huh. and she was put in violin classes. Uh-huh. So um, eventually, we were like be playing at like house shows or social events and things like that. Me and her would duet and sing and play. Uh, And yeah, it was definitely like, wow, oh my goodness, you're doing so great. That's Mm. awesome. And we loved that. One of the reasons being like, we never heard that, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So so that was just like, yeah, yeah, it was like, wow, people actually like us. (laughs) Like (laughs) we're nice people and we're not like, you know, it was just a whole different vibe and it it became a thing. Me and my sister would be up three or four or five in the morning (laughs) and just like playing music. So that was kind of like our thing. That's so cool. Do you guys ever get the chance to play? Um, Like currently do you get together and do that? Currently? um, Actually we were over there two weeks ago and Aaron pulled out a ukulele and we, uh, me, her and Aaron sang dynamite, by BTS for my daughter because she loves BTS. Yeah, Lydia is a big BTS. Fan. <laughs> okay, interesting. So, uh, and yeah, we all three harmonized, and it was really, it was really nice to just just do that for fun. Cool. Did any cell phones come out at that time? Did any what? I'm sorry. Any phones come out? Any any footage of the moment? No, oh. no, I didn't. I was kind of like in the in the moment kind of thing. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I'm normally really good at capturing those moments. Like, if anyone sees my Instagram, it's like, yeah. what's Katina doing? It's like, you will see, but yeah, I missed that, that moment. <laughs> yeah, and that's something I'd love to talk about because um, when we raised our daughters, they're older now, um, it was just on the cusp of, of you know, social media and, and, and Facebook was evolving and all of that. I'm not that old, but, you know, when I grew up, there was not a an online documentation of growing up. Yeah. Like, and and now there is. And I I've seen Lydia from the beginning from the followed you guys for a long time. And uh and you're right. You're very good. You're a good mom at at, at putting that kind of stuff out and, and keeping everyone on the loop. So um all right, so let's let's bring you two together now. I think I read something about a music store. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell a story? Or you want me to tell a story? I, I think we can probably kind of tag team it, but I want you to kick it off. Okay. You tell the story pretty okay. Soon. So, um, yeah, we met at a music store called Kids Rock in Cumming, Georgia. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think it's been around for over time. 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. been 15 years. 
it's a great thing. great spot for local um, performances to mm-hmm. have shows. Yeah, all the time. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, he, uh, Bob, which is the owner, was having an open mic, and um, me and my sister, the one I just mentioned, and her then boyfriend wanted to do something like a trio together. So we roll up, and Aaron Richard is there with his leather boots and just sitting <laughs> on a couch. And um, at the time, I was actually engaged to a sailor in the Navy. Oh, so wow. I was like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. You know, it wasn't really like. Yeah, your eyes weren't that direction. I was, yeah. I was committed to somebody. So I was yeah. like, oh, nice to meet you, man, whatever. I thought was really weird. So You were really weird. <laughs> pretty clingy guy in okay. general. Well, Aaron, um, you did say that that actual that time was a little bit dark of a time for you. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah okay. definitely in a valley. Dark. Yeah. Okay, so this open mic is starting, and he's in his leather boots on the couch, and then what happens? Yeah, yeah, we we each do our performances. We have we chat a little bit afterwards, and kind of like that was it for a few months until I got dumped, and oh, then. So no, it's okay. It sorry, not, sorry, not sorry. Hey, it needed to happen. Yeah. And um, would have made this whole this whole situation now a lot more. Awkward. Yeah. It would have been. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. And yeah. So I eventually got into. I had like this really dark time at that point. Um. Mm. With a lot of things going on. So I really found um photography to be kind of like one of those outlets for me. So I messaged Aaron and a couple other people on my Facebook feed. I was like, hey, do you want free photos? Uh, all I asked was that you tag me. He was like, yes. Um, we met in March or June. One of those. It, June, was, it was April's first. first oh, I was April. wrong. Totally wrong. Yeah. Uh, we met in spring or springtime uh, at Dahlonega, and we spent the whole day together. Yep. Just like taking photos everywhere. He had like multiple outfits. We went to go see ducks. Like, it was, like, this whole thing. Uh, I have just, a pathological fear. Yeah. just going to say. Oh, just putting that out there. Okay. It kind of turned into, like, a date day. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't planned. Yeah. Um, eventually, we ran into my my older next-door neighbor, and she was like, where is your fiancé? And I was like, oh, um. About that. And I had, I had not told Aaron anything. But this so was, it was just Aaron awkward, was you know. there at the time when the question was asked. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. It was very awkward. I was like, oh, this is not how I wanted him to find that out. <laughs> oh, no. But, uh, yeah. So what happened? So, yeah. So uh, definitely, like, first sign of, oh, okay, this person is, like, maybe there's a reason that we keep running into each other and doing stuff. And there's some compatibility there whatever. Um, and so, you know, we're both in single mode again we both got out of long-term relationships and and kind of dark places um the rest of that year i guess you had been trying she was trying to get me to <laughs> to participate like so so katrina was part of a, a ministry outreach in incoming uh am i doing this right yeah, yeah. called the warehouse called the warehouse and they still operate great group of guys and girls um, but yeah, so Katrina was hosting game nights and Bible studies and you're doing worship nights. And I mean, I, I, I was very introverted and didn't want to, I was, a, I was scared of my feelings basically. So I kept saying, no, no, no. About the 29th time she wore me down. Oh wow! <laughs> and so I went to a game night and, you know, got to meet her again. And, 
I don't know, just kept on coming after that. And um, she offered to uh, have me come on and accompany her and some other musicians on a worship night. And mm-hmm. um, you know, that was our first experience playing at the same time together. We actually have a video of it. Yep. If you, if you yeah. Like oh. video of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, from there, just kind of actually becoming friends and mm-hmm. um, seeing each other regularly in a casual setting and, you know, for a long time, we were both really afraid of getting hurt again. So yeah, of neither of us would say anything to each other about what what are you doing in my life? You didn't have a DTR moment for a while. And uh-huh. I don't know. Um, yeah, we got to a point where, uh, where we both kind of knew that we had feelings for each other, but you know, didn't didn't act on that again because of those those past hurts and right. past pains and wounds. So. Um, See, where does that bring us? That brings us to the moonlight. The moonlight. The moonlight. The song title right there. Yeah, there <laughs> That's gonna be our next one. Um, <laughs> so no, actually, you so you you conned me into a date. Okay. No, I did not. And <laughs> what Interesting happened word was, choice. No, no. What happened was we were part of another couple group, and we were doing Bible studies once a week at my house. So I messaged their group. I'm like, hey. Does anybody want to go see the new Aladdin? He was the only person that replied. Yep. So, of course, he shows up and he's like, oh, I don't see their car. And I'm like, oh. (laughs) Um, And and then I stopped him right there. I was like, look, uh, I don't know why you're saying this, but no one else replied. It's just you and me. Is that okay? (laughs) So he was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, right from there. I was like, oh, okay. Now we're in date mode. I have to. We're, in, we're going to date. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You got to change your mindset now. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yep. Well, I wasn't going to run away screaming, right? So, um, yeah. You drove, bro. <laughs> now, at, some point, at some point in all of this, a song was born, right? Yeah, so I'm almost there. <laughs> okay. uh, finally had our, our define the relationship moment. We, we got a... Um, uh, a, a cabin trip done kind of with the same group of people that that uh, were in on the conspiracy to get me to go to Aladdin alone with her. Um, Did you confirm so we, later that it was a conspiracy? Like that they bailed on Well, we don't talk to half of that, that group yeah. anymore. Okay. <laughs> so the story might have died. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just how I like to tell it now. No, that's a good um, one. I like that. So, uh, so we make the, cra- the cabin trip and... Um, you know, we're all staying in the cabin together. Um, and I've got this melody that's in my head that I've been working on for a full day and a half. Um, guitar, piano, whatever. I can't put words to it. I've got serious writer's block. And of course, I got an Airbnb with a piano. Of course, oh, I was like, smart. this needs That's it. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, the first, was it the first afternoon the we were there? The first afternoon. When we showed up? One week of dating. The first afternoon on this trip. Yeah. So we sat down and again, I'm playing this melody, trying to figure it out. And Katrina starts doing something, I think on the, I'm sorry, Katrina starts doing something, I think on the piano. Uh, dude, you are way too popular. Sorry, my um, <laughs> sorry, turn it off. There you go. Um, so yeah, I started doing something on the piano. Yeah. And, uh, and so it just started to click from there. The lyrics came um she i think you wrote the actual vocal melody that started it off and you know, we had a full song fleshed out before the end of that afternoon and i don't know it's just what was fresh on our minds that 
um, you know, we were both in this really painful world, painful realm in reality, and we're seeing things in a dark way and had a lot of things to process and go through after our, both of our breakups. And, um, you know, now we're a week into dating already. We're on the other side of how your world kind of shifts, I guess, honeymoon phase or whatever it was, but we felt like that never ended. Yeah. We're still in it. Yeah. That's so cool. I like that. Three years coming up that we've been married. Fantastic. Let's stay in that moment just for a second because it's so rich, I think. So that song is is emerging. What? But was it academic? <clears throat> was it like l- working together to solve a problem, or was there like, did you start to see some one future music potential with both of you doing stuff together, and then of course the the you potential because it's a it's a fresh it's a weekend in a relationship. But whether were there sparks musically and or emotionally? Oh, yes, yeah. uh, enthusiastic okay. yes to both of those. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, for what the actual process was like, it was not really academic. It was more sort of, it was more sort of, uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, it was just kind you of improvisation. Yeah, you would okay. play it and I was like, oh, add this. And I was like, oh, how about this here? And then Yeah, and we just, we just keep on playing through what we had until the next thing got added and then a little more got added. And then, but before we knew it, we had four and a half minutes of things. Yeah. Had either one of you uh, done that process with a different person, like in your life? Like, a uh, I, I had had a couple of collaborative efforts before just songwriting. Um, I'd never written with, with the person I was with or, mm-hmm. or a romantic interest or any of that, those things. I, I had done a few things just with other local artists. I don't know about. Yeah. I would, I would, I have never done that with anyone. Really? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. Well, it's so really like different. Both did it right. <laughs> well, I, I thought so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, same trip. Um, you know, we're a week, we're a week into dating. Um, we completely solidified it. Hey, we're an item now we're together. I guess the song is the stamp of that. I don't know. Yeah. He's nodding yet. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and so from there, we just, we wanted to share that song and couldn't find the ability to do it. COVID happened and mm-hmm. then uh, we got married, COVID wedding and COVID baby. Yeah, COVID baby <laughs> came along a year later and um, yeah, now we're here, here we are and we're finally in a place where we wanted to be intentional and we we always thought this song was really lovely and there aren't a lot of lovely things in, in this world and we just wanted to share that. So uh, that's where we are. That's so cool. And, I um, feel like I skipped over the last three years. Yeah, really. you're good. <laughs> you did good. Well, you, you said it's been the honeymoon phase, so we'll just think of an extended, you know, Bahamas vacation or something like that. There you go. <laughs> With the COVIDs kind of hanging around in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, this... Uh, this episode will air um, in a little bit later in March, I believe. It'll be after the um, 18th. But there's there's a big plan um, that I guess will have unfolded at that time for that particular song. And do you want to talk about that, or do you want to keep it hush hush? Yeah. So the the song release date is um, March 18th, which happens to be the day that we're at Georgia Has Talent. Um, Aaron participated with um, 2019 I want to say mm-hmm. uh, I volunteered that day um, so it was a really cool experience uh, super 
intentional on the founder's part. Um, so we were like, oh, why don't we try to see if we can do it this year? The last, I mean, we had a baby last year, COVID the year before that. So we're like, <laughs> let's do it. And uh, yeah, so we're super excited to be a part of that. Um, we also have a, a friend from church. He's, I, I want to call him a young composer because he's just well, he's young and he's so composer, talented. So. Uh, I think he's 16, 17. Oh, really? um, yeah. yeah. And he, I don't know, he, every time we see him at church, I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, what are you composing? What are you doing? And, um, and I felt like he was the right person to compose a piano part for our song. I, I'm, I'm a really great teacher. I'm not really on the piano, like creative on like I can come up with chords and things like that but like yeah. this guy was like totally out of the box oh, wow. so uh, he's like okay send me the you know audio you got and I mean it, we were just blown away so he's going to be there also uh, his name is Owen Axelbird and uh, he's going to be accompanying us three um, but yeah we're we're super excited to be a part of this event and um, support the cause that's really cool and what do you think it's going to feel like to um is your mind when you're on that stage is it going to go back to the cabin first week into the relationship or is oh, it definitely yeah yeah what do you yeah, think it's always easy to tap into that it's <laughs> always very easy to tap into that i mean so uh with our daughter especially like we only really have each other we don't really have that much family support mm -hmm. if i mean if anything mm -hmm. so i think we have to keep um, that love in, in our marriage to like um, be healthy uh, and that's really important to us coming from like really broken homes so like um, I don't know that love is just really easy to tap into and that feeling is, is just there yeah I will say like we've we've performed the song just ourselves at little open mics every once in a while that you know we both happen to be at um, where we we either had a sitter and we could both go, or we just brought. Oh, daughter with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, She's like grabbing the road mic. Show. Yeah, <laughs> she, she yeah she was doing some some uh, some background vocals on it. Um, but yeah, so you know we've done that before. We've done the setting, and every single not well, I guess every single time, yeah, it's just at different intensities. That you know, some point in the middle of the song, probably while Katrina is killing it on her her verse um i don't know i just i i hear her voice and I hear the song and i listen to the lyrics and see your see her face and it's just always this moment of man like here's this this earmark moment of how how we all started how it, how it got started out and mm -hmm. you know especially three years later baby marriage covid all the things that we've gone through it's a lot of pressure um it may be pressure but it's just like wow we're still here and the song's still true mm -hmm. and um it's just a beautiful moment every time so um yeah i fully expect that to happen again mm -hmm. owen will be performing it with us at georgia s talent as well for the first time as, as katrina mentioned so uh i imagine it'll be a little more intense with that sort of cinematic melodic uh, uh piano underneath mm -hmm. um and we're just really excited and just uh always love to play it together that's that's super sweet, and uh, I I I'm anticipating the moment. I can see it in my eyes, and uh, just I, that's the one thing that I, just attracts me to to artists in general is the passion they put behind what they do, and it's not mm. always apparent that we can't really see it because you know there's not generally tears streaming down the singer's face. Also, oh, sometimes there is, and 
you know, we, we listen to the melody and we, as a fan, I'm talking, and we listen to the sound, but to hear you guys talk about the meaning and the, the, the origins of a piece of work, um, a piece of art like that, it's, yeah, I think anyone listening to this will go, you know what, oh my gosh, I, that, there's a whole new element. It's like looking at a painting and I go, you know, those are beautiful colors, but then to, to know what the painter was thinking about at the time or what they were going through. So thank mm-hmm. you for bringing your life um, and, and your togetherness into a song for us to appreciate. More and more and more. So speaking of togetherness, yeah, crazy, crazy thought, crazy what? thought about that. Sorry. I'll make it real quick. Go for it. We, we were trying to write another song together. The last time we were at Georgia talent before <gasps> COVID, totally right. like, we were backstage getting ready. I was getting ready to go on because Katrina was there oh too. And we were like, yeah, let's, let's write another one. And, you know, maybe someday. <laughs> that is just sitting in, in one of our files on our phone. You need it. Need oh, yeah. 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 Um, dust that one um, off. That could be um, 2.0. <laughs> Very cool. Well, so I go, you guys are together um, with Let's Learn. Um, how did that come about? And what does that do for you? today and, and was it a like a dream come true was it something you'd always kind of thought about was it a spur of the moment thing that you're so happy about what, give me some background into your your business adventure and and how it's going and and maybe even how people can support you um where it is all that kind of stuff yeah so uh let's learn music is actually my little baby <laughs> um i started the business in january 2017 at that time, I was working, I had like a lot of different jobs at that time. I I, um, I worked at Chipotle as a kitchen manager for a while, um, uh, Ford and Buford. And then I ended up at a wig place working as an executive assistant for someone. Okay. And just one day I was kind of just, you know, packing hair, dealing with customers. And I was like, I feel like I'm supposed to do something more than this. This. And I started uh, really, like, if I'm going to be honest, totally asking God. I was like, what yeah. should I be doing? What do I do? Tell me and I will do it. And um, within a week, someone gave me a keyboard. Oh. And I hadn't played the piano. At that point, I was like 20, 2017. I was 20. Um, and I had not played the piano at least six or five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh okay, I have this now. You know what? I'm just going to jump off the deep end. So I started posting on um, like garage sale pages on Facebook. Hey, piano lessons, $10 for 30 minutes. Mm. Immediately blew up. Um, And I had never taught before, but I mean, I had so much knowledge. I was like, you know what? I'll figure it out Mm -hmm. as I go. Yeah, of course. Um, And by that December, we had at least 12, 13 kids at a recital held at a retirement home. Wow. So I remember just looking there and I was like, wow, this is, this is cool. I can, <laughs> I can do this. So um, eventually I made the jump and quit my job Ooh. and did this full time, which was literally the most scariest thing I've ever done. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, okay, God, I'm going to do what you said, but like, I don't know how to get my car payment or rent, but here it goes. Oh, my goodness. Um, but it totally was like, worth it um i don't know i would say kids have always been very near and dear to me 
um, mostly I didn't really have a childhood myself, so it was really it's really cool for me to to have that one on one uh, and pour into another kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and also kind of like you know be a friend to the parents as well. That has been something that just has evolved over the last six years. Um, so it's, it's, it's super important. We actually just got a studio space for the first time. Most of my students, I actually drive to at the moment, uh, which is great, but it's just, <laughs> um, it's a long process in a day, you know? Uh, yeah. so we're trying to shift more to the location. Uh, eventually, I think it was last year. Yeah. Last year around January, February, I kind of like, Aaron, I totally believe you could teach. So I kind of like equipped him as best I could, gave him some resources, mm. got him some clients, and yeah, so now Aaron's teaching too. <laughs> that pushing thing you're about. <laughs> mm-hmm. She didn't con, really... con you into that one, I don't think. No, 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 I understood what was happening. <laughs> yeah. he's, a, he's doing really good. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know, I guess it's turned into more of, uh, I feel like a ministry to, to my perspective where, I mean, I'm not just teaching a lesson, it's like I'm actually building community with people mm-hmm. um, and just loving on people. I, that's my favorite thing. And and like you said earlier, the, the, how the piano playing and, and music in general was therapeutic to you. It, it can be for so many people that just need something to let their fingers do the talking, right? And come mm-hmm. up with something and go, oh, I made that noise. I made that sound. And oh, I could do this. And it's just a constant what's next and what's next. And the, the, the knowledge base just grows. And yeah, I love that, that you've framed it as loving on people because you can definitely use music for that. Right. Yeah. Um, going, yeah, going to the, the creative side, we, that's something that, that we encourage, especially with our students. But um, I also think not even just piano lessons, but you learn how to work through hard things. And I feel like that's something that's not taught anymore. Um, so it's really cool to go through that process with a student, mm-hmm. whether it's a child or an adult, like, Hey, you can do this. Like, this is hard right now, but you just need to put a little bit of time, a little bit of effort, take a deep breath, you know, um, and play, play some keys really fast, randomly, <laughs> you know, get that out and just try again, just try again. You can do this, um, with what you said about, you know, it, it it being impactful to someone like I have moms that I teach that are like this is the only thing I do for me mm. you know yeah. um that is it's just amazing to me you know like I want to keep doing that I want to feed into more people like that you know like this can be something for you you know yeah and then and there are two sides to the coin you know there's that oh mom is sending me to xyz kind of lessons and that, that attitude but it sounds like you can even turn that around. You can make it be like, well, hey, look what we can do and make it fun and interesting for the kid and let them get their frustrations out and it becomes, exactly. you know, an attraction for them versus a mm-hmm. a chore. And then later on, they'll be like you and they'll be like, oh, I'm so glad I learned how to play the piano. Watch me go. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, um, um, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, no, I just, I was going to take a, like a, left turn on all of this it's music related but um i have a big bold in my notes 60 days 
no, I'm just going to leave it at that and I'm going to let it hang for a second. And, uh, and it's more is obviously directed toward Aaron, but, um, I'm, I'm so curious about this. Yeah. Um, okay. So the 60 day Ed Sheeran once a day, um, I guess the challenge, I don't remember what we called it. Um, but yeah, so, uh, strictly, uh, an, an idea that came from from Katrina. Thank you, thank you. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. It's just a fact. It's just a fact. Um, here first, Ed. Yeah. So yeah, because he listens to us every call. week. Yeah. yeah. No. Hey, I figure if you, if you get a call in, just go ahead and forward that to her. Uh, so so yeah. So uh, she had the idea. Um, you know, it was, I think, right at the beginning of COVID or a little before it. it was, yeah, it was still, it was um, still in it, for sure. So, you know, we were just trying to, I don't know, keep positivity going. And, and yeah. content for you to do. Because yeah. there weren't shows, there weren't anything like that. That's right. And the musicians are having a rough time doing anything Absolutely. Um, yeah. with, with so many places getting shut down. Um, shows getting canceled and whatnot. So we did the post. Um, I just went through... And we, we selected songs together, selected segments of the songs together. And, you know, we just sat down once a day and we'd get home from our, from, she'd get home from her lessons. I'd get home from my Kroger Deli job because that's what I could get at the height of COVID. And, uh-huh. um, and we just, uh, you know, shot a couple takes until we got a good, a good take. And, um, yeah, that's, that's, it, it turned into, uh, just a fun thing that we could collaboratively do together because she, you know, Katrina's got, she does, she's great at everything she does. But, um, oh. you know, <laughs> wow. again, it's Whoa. a fact. Um, I've, I've yet to see you just completely fail at anything. Aww. So, um, um, but the, I know that photography and videography is an interesting, passionate area for her. And um, it was a lot of fun shooting those videos. And, I had a lot of fun just kind of learning day to day something really quick um, and and seeing what we can make with it. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, 10 out of 10 would do it again. Oh, <laughs> and yeah, so, but as far as whose idea was, yeah, totally. She was like, hey, let's start doing this. <laughs> well, then I'll have to maybe tweak my question a little bit more towards Katrina and or both of you. So, yeah. Um, since Ed Sheeran listens to this program every week and when he contacts me, am I, am I sending him to him or to you, Aaron, or I'm sending him to you, Katrina, or just maybe over to the house in general? No, I'm the manager. He's always called me his manager. So yeah, send him my way. Okay. My people talk to his people and yeah, we'll get something down in the books. Got you. So when it says on the books, um, what would be a conversation that might happen? I, I guess my question behind all this is why Ed Sheeran? Why his songs? Ed, uh, Lily, uh, sorry. <laughs> Aaron loves Ed Sheeran. It's one of his um, influences yeah. vocally. Okay. So I would say uh, he relates to him also kind of like how socially awkward he is, how, you know, he's just a normal guy. Um, so I feel like that's something Aaron really related to. And I was like, hey, why don't we... Um, See if we can get him to respond to us. Uh, and then I found out Ed Sheeran doesn't do any social media at all. And I was like, well. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I did not know that. Well, there are always other ways. So 
who knows? Let's just leave that thought out there. Well, and... well, yeah. So kudos to him, though, that you know he recognized that he needed he needed to not be in the oversaturated social media realm for <laughs> for whatever reason. So yeah, and and that's actually a question I love to po- pose to most of the visitors here with me is like, is that something that could you know overtake you because you you know you have fans and you want people to enjoy the stuff that you have, but there's you have to like turn it off at some point. Everyone kind of does for their own personal sanity. But do you guys find that it's a, it's a, it has more benefits than negatives and that you are, you feel like you're pretty good control of it and uh, it may manage it pretty well. Or is it like sometimes pretty overwhelming to have social media? So, I mean, I don't, I'm not in social media right now. Um, not really deeply, but I mean, I've done it in the past, the everyday thing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the, whole idea is that everything's so oversaturated um and that adds a lot of pressure to do something that's new or do something that's fun or do something that's funny or do something that's different and um i think that there's something to be said for the creativity that that yields like so many new things that go viral or so many things that don't go viral and are just interesting or are the byproduct of the creativity that 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 sort of oversaturated environment uh, requires it demands that um, so there's a certain necessity in that regard but I mean for me I just get overwhelmed man um, <laughs> and I, I feel like at a point that this once a day thing is 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 a silly rule that someone made up mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm very much would rather work on something work on something for a long time and make it really good and mm-hmm. post something for the for the sake of it being posted um, and I don't know, I guess that's, that's part of the reason, uh, that, I mean, and aside from that, we both have, we have a daughter that, you know, is almost two. So, I mean, we're, one of us is with her, if not both of us all the time. Yes. Um, childcare is ridiculous right now. <laughs> uh, just really crazy expenses. Um, and we want to do that. We want to be there for her. So yeah. I, once she came along, especially that became a really easy decision. Like what do we give all of our attention to? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our, our immediate family or, or, uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. And <laughs> the rest of them. Um, you know, cause it's a, it's a toxic thing, man. Uh, and I don't know. It's, it's just a, a set of priorities, I guess. Everyone has their limits and, uh, I'm grateful that Katrina can be my manager and handle all of that <laughs> for it. And you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah I, I, okay. No, go ahead, Katrina. I keep cutting you off. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, it's, it's different for me because um, I find a lot of my support on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm constantly on social media. I'm pretty much every day posting where I am, things like that. Mostly started out because I had my daughter and I mean, she has two sets of grandparents, two sets of great grandparents, you know, extended family through multiple countries. So I was like, this is just the easiest way for everyone to just yeah. see what's going on. Uh, and then it turned into, oh, my daughter is doing this. What do I do? And then I'd get like 20 responses. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Because <laughs> uh, we didn't have any support again during our pregnancy, during, you know, her being born, postpartum, we had nothing. Mm. 
the social media was that for me. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I'm not, maybe it's cause I'm not millennial, but I find social media, I can choose what I see. So because I can do that, I have positivity and, um, a lot of, of like therapy things, a lot of mom things, a lot of, you know, that kind of content yeah. where it's not like, it's not like hurting me. It's like, Oh wow, let me share this. And then I'll have like 10 people I don't even know. And they're like, Oh my goodness, this impacted me so much. I had someone call me today, say, Hey, I just saw you share this. I'm literally crying. I needed to hear oh, this. And I was goodness. like, Oh, I That's love funny. that. Yeah. Thank you. You know, um, so it's, it's different for me, but yeah. I, 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 no, I have not taken a break. Um, I probably should, <laughs> but that's, that's my whole life though. So I need yeah, to Yeah, well, it sounds like you've got, you know, you, you have some good reins on it and, and I love the fact that you approach it from a positive perspective and, and delivering great news and, and stuff into the world. And um, the kid content is, everyone loves it. Like we, we, our daughters were younger, we'd post stuff about them and it'd be like, Lots of, like there's a lot of energy around it. No one wanted to necessarily read about us, but <laughs> yeah, but about them. So it's engaging. Yeah. Okay, this is going to be a little different. I'm going to um, read a lyric from a song, and one of you will, I'm sure, speak up about it. And I'd like to know how that line got written, like what the what the moment was, because it jumped out of my ears when I oh. heard it. Like it was oh, really? I'm so excited. very <laughs> prominent in the song. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, it'll be, this is n- not a hard quiz. <laughs> Before your <laughs> eyes have opened, you're opening mine. Oh, that was you. Yeah, it's a Lydia song, yeah. Yes. Um, that was you, yeah. So yeah, that, that, was, that was me. Um, that whole Lydia song, like we that was a blur um a lot of times these songs just kind of write themselves and i wake up after they're after they're done (laughs) um i felt like um similar to when we finally uh defined our relationship and the world view kind of started to shift away from i'm hurt and i'm wounded and i'm broken and i'm unlovable and it started to look like oh i'm valuable to somebody i'm worthy of love by somebody i'm important to somebody um and i can be vulnerable with them and they can be important to me too everything starts to open up um the world gets a little brighter it was a similar shift um when we found out that we were we were pregnant and i don't know i when i think about the pregnancy the first thing is like we were just both so at peace throughout it um and i thought i'd be freaking out the the moment that I knew I was going to be a dad um, my whole life I thought that would happen that that there's this whole uh, moment where it's announced to me and you see it on TV all the time the <laughs> husband like drops something and breaks a vase yeah, or whatever uh, I, I thought that would be me right but right. I was the first one to actually know yes we I, could, the I couldn't together. look at it I was like you look at it I can't see and, and so uh, maybe that's why but that's the life hack, uh, husbands <laughs> and dads out there, dads to be out there. Look at the test first. Uh, okay. Um, but anyway, no, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but we had this piece about it, and when I think back and look at the pre- and look in my head at the pregnancy, I don't think about the morning sickness that she didn't get, but I did get. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think about the the 
the absolute nightmare of the delivery room and, and the 20 hours that we were both awake and she was in labor and, and the things we had to do to get through, get through the process. And, um, I don't think about those things. I just, I think about those moments where it was late at night and, um, I was listening to our baby's heartbeat through, through Katrina's, through Katrina's uh, stomach. So, uh, that's just the, the atmospheric, I guess, experience that my memory gives me. And, um, you know, so I, and I guess that's the spirit in which the, the lyric came from that, look, I'm, I I was 24 at the time. I I had never thought of myself as a dad to this point, and it was happening before I was thinking about it. Um, whether, and I think that most parents will attest to this. Like the first one, regardless of planned, unplanned, whatever the situation is, the second that it's real. It, it, you can't have planned for that. It's not possible. Right. Um, and the reality of it was was something not paralyzingly uh, scary for me. It was my whole world is shifting and I'm seeing myself as a different person and my world around me as a different thing. And um, everything's being sort of redefined. I had this understanding of the world around me and now it's something completely different and that that's where the idea came from i guess but yeah that was that long ramble to say uh i don't really know <laughs> <laughs> no don't apologize because that was actually beautiful and i i think that's great that um something inside of you kind of kicked into gear you had the fear and like i'm oh my gosh this is so scary but then something you can't explain even overtook you in in dad mode um kicked in and you were the calming force in all of this and you remember the beauty of it and not the trauma of the delivery and all that stuff. It, it, the mind is, is incredibly strong and it, and it serves you well because you guys are, um, from what we can see in social media, <laughs> you guys are doing a great job raising her and loving her. And, um, Thank you. I think that's amazing. You know, we don't really hear that a lot. So I appreciate really? it. No, nah, sure. nah, I love, I love seeing parents and doing fun things with their kids and, and going different places and showing that. And, you know, the positive experiences, um, there is some negativity out there that I just, you know, I'll swipe like, ah, nope. But I, I'll, I'll look for the, 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 the nurturing stories. So yeah, keep them coming. Um, let's shift gears here um, a little bit toward the end and, Oh, Oh, what a transition shifting gears to talk about gear. <laughs> Do you guys have like a go-to, um, cause you, you work with a lot of instruments. Um, you know, you, you've got, you, you can train people on guitars, what I read, you got keyboard and piano and ukulele and, mm. and it's growing. Your, your repertoire yep. is growing. So do you have dependable instruments that you like that you've always used, um, certain brands or just go to things that you're like, Oh, my, my old tr yeah. trusty, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely can probably attest to this more than Katrina can. Um, cause I mean, you have the, the same clavino, the Yamaha <laughs> clavinoa that you, yeah. Since I was five, I have the same piano that I've had since I was five. So <laughs> I think that would just, and, it, and it's, it's Very still, reliable. It, yeah. it, it runs 
same off the floor quality. Uh, the stand, we can't say the same thing. It's missing a screw or two, but it's been used, uh, which is what the object of the whole thing is. So, exactly. um, but yeah, so she's got a very old, reliable uh, uh, sort of repertoire, um, sort of weapon in her arsenal. But for mm-hmm. me, I, I I grew up. Uh, and when I first started learning guitar, everything was Fender. Everything was, you know, I my first acoustic was a, a Fender cutaway, a low-budget Fender cutaway. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I was using Fender picks, and I was using uh, my dad's old Fender rip-off Japanese Stratocaster. And, uh, and throw those a are the things. t-shirt, too, probably, right? Yeah, probably, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, first... My first quote-unquote release uh, after I had learned how to play guitar, I did a I did a real cringy photo op for it and <laughs> on our back porch, and uh, I had my Fender shirt on and my lightning bolt uh, guitar strap going down my my dad's Stratocaster, and uh, I'm happy to say like I'm probably the only person who has seen that photo. Uh, <laughs> Super teenage cringe, um, but uh, yeah. Don't worry, there's lots of other good stuff you can find on him. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> we all have. Um, so, so that's what it was. Um, my focus really shifted once I got a little bit older and didn't want to <laughs> be a, 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 a hard rocker anymore. Uh, got out of my teenage stuff. <laughs> but yeah, so shifted to acoustic. I fell in love with Taylor. Um, mm-hmm. Taylor, the guitar brand. I don't know if you're listening, <laughs> <Yeah>. Taylor. <laughs> I don't know anyone named Taylor. I'm just uh, covering the bases. I got you. Um, but yeah, no, uh, uh, right now I play at Taylor Academy. I just love the the brightness of them, um, the whole line. Um, yeah, that's 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 the thing for me. Um, ukulele is basically, uh, if we can use it, we're going to use it, uh, and we're in a place where. I mean, this economy and having a, a, a toddler and having to make rent and, and having a hustle like this is not really a position where we can be picky about what we have. Yeah, I got um, it. Amazon, yeah. Do you think the... The pink one? Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're using an Amazon order ukulele at the moment. But yeah, <laughs> um, it, it, that's the point, I guess. If it has the four strings and we can tune it and it holds together, then we'll get, we're going to use it. And nice. the the concept, I guess, is the same across all of our instruments. Like I, we've long since sold, you know, that first acoustic and that first electric and those, those old memories that are tethered to it, you know, are, are just memories now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all okay because someone else is using it and we're in a position where, uh, you know, the, the instrument is not about the title on it or yeah. how many you have or, any of those things, the music doesn't come from the instrument itself. You have to know what you're doing with it, right? Sure, of course. Um, so I guess that's the spirit in which those, those things happen. Like, sure, I have preferences on brands like everybody else, but, I mean, if it's got, this, if, if it's got strings on it, we'll give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a car. If it's got the four wheels and gets me from exactly. A to B, then yeah. I'm If I got a it. steering wheel, then I, I can steer. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a good perspective. Fantastic. Um, Katrina, are you nodding your head about all that and, and kind of, I, uh, I, I know nothing about gear or <laughs> brands. I'm like, okay, whatever you say, Aaron. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is what I'm going to play. I'm going to play it. <laughs> Sounds good. That's it. Well, um, let's look at the future. You've got, is Lydia's two now? 
Yeah. About okay. me, yep. And you said she's doing some background vocals already on some tracks, so <laughs> Oh yeah. Um Yeah, she's she's so she's a wing um a wing vocalist drummer. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Definitely Yeah, as much as I want her to play cello, uh, I can see very much that she's a percussionist. So for Christmas I made sure that grandma and grandpa got her this really cool djembe and she uh, loves it. Nice. She has a piano in her room. Uh, she has shakers, uh, cymbals, oh, no. like all of it. She's all set up. And does she go and to we'll that stuff? Out. Or are you two like, hey, play this, play this? I know you wouldn't be. I'm just being funny. Yeah. So, um, well, her favorite song right now is Elmo, right? Obviously, um, uh-huh. the Elmo song. Yeah. So I'll play on the piano. I'll give her sticks for her drums. And we'll just sing and play it. Yeah. And we're counting with her. Oh, yeah, she can, can yeah. she can totally count. She'll count one, two three four with each of her the little hit nice yeah she loves music music is her favorite yeah it's not like we we bred her for this but (laughs) it's definitely not something that we pressured her into you're gonna do this because that's a family thing but no it's uh we we learned really early that that uh the, the gene definitely passed to her mm-hmm. and it was maybe three or four months that she was starting to hum things. She was starting to dance oh. to things. She was starting to tap her, her hands to things. And I mean, now we're in a place where she loves BTS. <laughs> <laughs> that is so special. Yeah. I love that. So we'll just assume she'll carry on with her um, trajectory and, and you guys, what would you guys like to see um, as your family grows? How, how is, the stage life and performance um, going to blend in with that um, ideally for you? What would you like to see happen? You know, we've talked about this. Um, I think even before we had kids, we were yeah. like, if this actually becomes a thing for us, uh, how would that work? Mm-hmm. Um, and we are both very set on homeschooling Lydia. Okay. So, I mean, if that means we buy an RV and we're like traveling everywhere, then so be it. <laughs> that would be great. Um, but, yeah, I just yeah, talked to I, a, a girl. Sorry, I interrupted you again. Um, if you right. listen back on this on the podcasts, um, Emma Charles, um, she's a, a country singer, and um, she kind of goes between Georgia and Tennessee, and that's that's kind of what they do. They've got an RV, and yeah. they're nurturing her career because she's the artist, and I think oh, she's wow. maybe like 10. <laughs> so that's she, amazing. she plays at Dollywood and, and the Country Tonight Theater and all these kind of places, and um it's, so it's very doable. I'm saying you can keep that one in your back pocket. It can happen. <laughs> yeah, it can happen. Yeah, it's kind of like we've always had that. We're not really trying to pursue like we used to. Obviously, it's just harder with a child. Yes, of course. Um, but, yeah, we're trying to do every opportunity that we can to get out there again and, and mm-hmm. yeah, just market and meet people and um, do music. <laughs> Yeah, I do think that there's sort of a renewed sense of just keeping that positivity aspect of the music, too. It's not so much about trying to network and trying to be business-oriented and trying to, to further ourselves. I think that, uh, at least for me, on the other side of, of Lydia being born, um, just, again, a renewed sense of how important and precious that that happiness is, that joy is, that therapy is that music provides and um you know at, at least for me every time that i find myself playing somewhere or we're playing together um i know that it's therapeutic for me because it always has been but i i have a new 
a new, uh, I guess, consciousness that that it's the same for other people. And, and I really want to capitalize on that more than, hey, look at how cool I yeah. am that I can play this. You know, so yeah. uh, that's how that's how we try to approach it. I like that. It sounds really um, uniting and inviting too. I mean, it's a, it sounds like Lydia's going to grow up and not, you know, she's it's going to be a natural thing. She's going to be like, oh, wait, mm-hmm. mom and dad are playing. Let me get in there, you know, or, or and she'll start offering her ideas just like Katrina does to you. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Um, at the very end here, I always ask, um, and this is for you guys maybe a little bit different, but um, if people wanted to reach out, of course, they can find your music on Spotify um, and Apple yep. Music and all of the streaming places. But um, what would be the ideal for you um, to kind of keep your um, flame and keep, you know, like your passion going for music and encouraging you, um, but not an overwhelming way? Uh, what would you like to see? Tell us how we can find you um, in, in the world of, of the Internet. And, uh, you know, what would, how would you like fans to just to engage with you? best way yeah so again the the social media world is is a lot um and even though i'm not like actively in there um i do still have all the same profiles and Mm -hmm. and everything is just filtered i mean katrina has it so um you know we'll we'll review things and people can still reach me there and we can still interact with them and um so i mean all the normal things all the the prime suspects right your facebook your no, Instagram, your TikTok, everything is a Richard music, and I say Richard because Richard is like yeah. a whole—it's a whole mess. Um, but yeah, uh, so and that's the same tag across the board. Um, yeah, so that's that's the the standard reach. That's our my shameless plug. And no, um, I asked you to plug it. No shame at all. <laughs> I wanted you to plug it. Yeah, exactly. Shameless. There you go. No <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, maybe another day I'll be more active, um, and we still get our posts in. But I mean, I don't know. I just I, I can't imagine in the world that we're in right now that I I can be sitting at a phone going, "Is anyone messaged me yet? Is anyone messaged me yet?" Anyone <laughs> yeah, it, it, right now, kind of like our our daily routine. Um, we teach frequently together, meaning like we have sibling groups that we teach. But mm-hmm. mostly, Aaron is a stay at home dad with our daughter. Mm-hmm. Like it's teaching her you know taking care of her so i've kind of like put all of the business side and networking side on my end yes um so that's just an easier thing to do than you know having to <laughs> do with a toddler <laughs> yeah trying trying to post with with, uh, with a, the screaming child in your other arm is this you know it's, it's different um certainly challenging absolutely <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so uh that's that's my side um yeah, do you, do you want my social media? I don't have really anything music related on it, but um, well, I mean, yeah, you, my yeah, please, because you've offered, um, and and I can attest to this that it's a it's it's a it's a positive um message typically, and it's kind of fun, you know, like when you when you guys go to certain places, I'll be like, wait, I don't think I've ever been there, and you know, so just, absolutely, yeah, bring it on. Yeah, yeah. So um, all of my stuff is the Mrs. Richard MRS. So T H E M R S R I C H A R D. Um, and that's on everything. Don't go to my TikTok, I beg you. <laughs> but I do that for fun. So no judgment there, please. Uh yeah, a lot of the, the content you'll see is trauma focused, trauma healing. 
um, and motherhood. So nice. You are welcome to message me, ask me questions. Uh, I will also. I mean, if you want to meet up for coffee, let's meet up for coffee. Love to hear your story. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And uh, I know that Katrina, you'll definitely engage because you've said so much and, uh, and, and, and Aaron, I love that you're, you're, you're doing what you're doing at home because it takes a village to raise a child. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I know it. We've, we've done two and, and luckily knock on wood that, you know, they've turned out really great and it's, you gotta put, you gotta put the work in and, uh, in nurture and be there for every second. Um, so I applaud you yep. for that and both of you for just doing what you're doing. Cause it's a, it's, a, you know, it's a challenge to take, you know, in an ideal world, I guess, you know, music would just be flowing and things would be great, but you know, there's, there's life and reality that gets in the way sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I would push, the only pushback I would offer on that is that this is sort of the ideal world. Like I'm not, I'm not defaulted here, unlucky or unfortunate that I get to spend so much time with my baby. And, um, you know, so many times that we've run into it a bunch where we've been been at a a church or we've been out somewhere and, um, you know, someone will will say something like, oh, he's got a babysit or whatever. And, and and I, right from the get go, I couldn't, I couldn't that mindset um <laughs> i mean she's mine too so there's no babysitting going on um you know i i i'm so grateful for the world that's around me and for this this life that you know katrina and i have have had together so far it's only been three years so i mean who knows what comes next and the you knows when the next wave of hurricane what that's going to bring getting a house that's, <laughs> getting a house, that's a- <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, I mean, this is, this is, uh, this is a dream, man. Um, it's not how 16 year old me saw the dream, right. But 16 year old me isn't the one that, that wakes up. It's me. So, right. um, just grateful for this world. Well, and I'll tell you, um, and you probably have heard this from many people, but the, the time will absolutely fly. You, you may want to mm-hmm. slow it down. It, you know, something happens and they're, and Lydia is going to be you know, middle school, high school, and then you're gonna be like, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, soak up all of those moments because they're, they're super precious. And uh, Absolutely. that's fantastic. Well, we have had a great talk. I, uh, I love visiting with you guys. And, um, if you ever want to come back and, and revisit any of this, um, just please give me a call and we'll get you back on. All right, definitely. Thank yeah. you so much for working with us on getting this stuff scheduled. And yeah. <laughs> like everything is, is no. out of out of out of uh, out of control as <laughs> far as scheduling. So no worries. It actually worked out great for me because um uh, you know this particular time is is a good recording time for me when things are quiet. So uh, absolutely, and uh, and you guys are you're fantastic people. You're inspirations for everyone because Thanks. of. Like you said, you've gone through a lot and you're coming out on the other end as, as positive forces of light. And uh, if people listening to this, you know, want to connect with, with great people, you just heard their story and please follow them on all of the socials. And uh, I, I just, I've I loved the conversation and I can't wait to um, see you guys in person. Thank you. Sounds great. Thank you so much, Jay. Absolutely welcome. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye.
Nothing's gonna change This feeling's gonna last forever And I'm always gonna be the same Torn apart, holding it together With a smile on my face Cause I can't let anyone see this pain But you changed everything You changed everything. 